You're listening to Seattle's Master Composter Podcast. My name is Chris, and I want to be a master composter because um, I'm interested in living simply, and I work with churches and finding ways to care for creation. My name is Karen. I work in global health research, and I want to be a master composter because I think it's really important to support the idea of eating locally and growing our own food, and learning how to compost and build soil is all part of that. This is episode five about cover crops. Building your soil is great work, but it'll all be for nothing if you fail to protect your soil from the winter rains. It's true, compost makes your soil more resistant to rain. Compost has an electrical charge that binds organic nutrients tightly to the soil. But even those strong bonds will break down eventually, and your soil's nutrients, especially nitrogen, will wash out to sea. And the barren soil left in your garden, compacted by rainfall, makes a poor environment for the microorganisms that benefit plants. Organic gardeners strive to keep their soil covered at all times. In the summer, garden plants provide plenty of protection from the occasional rainfall. But in the winter, gardeners have to come up with some other idea. They have to use burlap or they have to use fallen leaves as a mulch or some other kind of mulch. Many gardeners use a cover crop. This means that in the fall, they broadcast cover crop seeds across their garden. Sometimes they spread their seeds before harvesting the season's final vegetable crops. By late fall, the cover crop should have grown sufficiently thick to protect the soil from rain. In the spring, gardeners either compost or turn under their cover crops. Let's watch as a master composter turns over a cover crop in one of Seattle Tilth's demonstration beds. This is, um, this is kind of a classic cover crop. Um, it's crimson clover planted sometime this winter. I can't uh, reference exactly when. I would guess maybe December or so. Do you guys remember when it was, it was recommended for a good time to turn in cover crops? Yeah, right as it starts to flower. And I already heard someone say that we've got a few coming out. So we are a bit on the early side, but it's good practice anyway. So really what I've found and what other folks have found as well is kind of the best way to turn in um, cover crops is to just take... Um, flat shovels and just dig. Who's got a flat shovel that I can steal? So what are you doing? So we're going through with um, flat shovels and cutting up the cover crop. So going in every few inches, breaking down through the topsoil and basically chopping it, working one direction and then turning and cutting perpendicular to that. So you've got little blocks of the cover crop and then getting in there with, uh, ideally with forks, but with shovels as well and just turning that topsoil over so the organic matter from, this is red clover, gets turned into the soil and adds nitrogen and nutrients to our vegetable bed. But yeah, work it, you know, chop it up as much as you can, and then we use forks and other shovels to kind of turn it over and bury that stuff under there. So it rots there in the ground after you turn it under, right? I hope so. <laughs> That's what it's meant to do, yeah. Um, so I, I think most of the things that we'll be choosing for cover crops are going to rot in as we as we break them up and snap those roots a bit and then uh, bury them under the soil. How does the appearance of this soil differ, this soil that was under a cover crop, from 
soil that was not covered by a cover crop? Um, boy, let's see. It looks like it's got a great tilth, so like nice chunks. It's got good dark matter. Um, it looks pretty even. And if we look around for stuff that wasn't covered by cover crops, um, I don't actually really see much around here. here. We got a little. Can we dig a little bit here and just see what this soil looks like in comparison? I see they've got that's got burlap here. So over here, you can, it's a little bit more compacted. Um, definitely a lot more compacted, and it looks like the top layer has lost some of that rich brown color that the uh, or rich dark, almost black color that the organic matter gives to it. So it's making me think. Maybe some of the rain has washed away some of that organic matter um, or leached some of the nutrients a little bit deeper down into the soil. So the cover crop, it just has a, it looks like it's got better porosity, um, more organic matter in there, a little bit richer and lighter to work with. Whereas the, the other soil has just given a little bit up to the winter. these plants do is they loosen the soil up? Yeah, they will. Um, as opposed to, like, if you were to leave this uncovered for the year, mm -hmm. um, you know, rains hit it and beat, you know, the particles on top. <laughs> and it gets a little bit more dense, but, you know, if you let it something grow over winter, you know, when you can't do your vegetables or flowers. What did you find in there? There are um, the nitrogen, like, nodules that are on the roots of legumes. Oh, yeah, sure. They fix nitrogen. They're actually a bacteria that lives oh, on the roots. Oh, the little white ones? Yeah, those little light, white bumps. What do those bacteria do? They fix nitrogen. It's actually the only thing, the only plants that will fix nitrogen into the soil are legumes. So they're really important for that reason. Um, what is fixing nitrogen? Is it broken? They're, actually phys they're physically like fixing the nitrogen from the air and bringing it into like a... Um, solid mass in the ground, basically, like so that it can be used by um, other plants in the soil. Well, not they're obviously not doing it for that reason. Um, <laughs> I guess it's more of a like symbiotic relationship between the legume and the bacteria. So, how how much dirt do you turn over? You're really just trying to get soil contact and get it covered with some soil. So you could really just be with an annual like this, you could just be chopping it down in there and actually taking soil from something else to just cover it. It's just enough to get it covered so it doesn't dry out, so it interacts with the soil and stays yes. moist. Can you tell me, what do you have there in your hand and what are you doing with it? Just a sec, uh, i got to put the mic to you. So what do you have there in your hand and what are you doing with it? Uh, this is a burlap sack from coffee beans, I believe. And we're going to put it over the top of this uh, turned soil. So you can't just turn the cover crop over and just leave it exposed? Well, you could, but it probably would take longer for it to break down. Let's get all this burlap laid if you guys want to finish that up. Well, you know, I noticed most of these sacks have coffee uh, things written on them. This is Cafe de Costa Rica. And then we have Caleb Produce of Ethiopia, washed yerga chefe... Uh, and there's a Stumptown bag, Stumptown Roasters. For a bed this size, how much seed do you need? It's not much. It's like a quarter pound of seed. From, you know, if it's clover, it's just like a few ounces of seed. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not much at all. And this bed is about the size of a king-size bed with different dimensions. <laughs> a lot of people will do mixes of cover crops as well. Um, like oats or rye to get the grass. The real, grass is really good at... Um, making dense roots, and it's also really good at it 
basically traps any nitrogen that's left in the soil from the summer, the grass will take up. So it's good at trapping what's there, and then the legumes are good at fixing nitrogen. So sometimes people will grow like oats or rye, and then plant vetch or some other legume, and the vetch actually kind of grows up the grass. The grass supports it. So you get this, if you let this go, something like that go until May, you get something that's like knee high, like this looks like a sort of field of wheat with all this vetch in it. So, so. Now that we've turned over or turned under, which one is it? Turned over or turned under the cover crop, uh, the soil organisms will start to break down the cover crop. They'll digest it. And uh, in a couple of weeks, it should be ready to plant. Well, that's all for this episode of the Master Composter Podcast. I hope you'll listen next time. See you later.